Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Beast Nation Radio. And tonight, we have Unified Youth presented by the Beast Nation Radio. I am Ashley Kay. Alongside me is Solomon Rumble. Also, we have a guest co-host, Love Bonte. The three of us will be having this platform for artists 16 and under to debut their talent. We have absolutely no profanity or write poetry allowed. We also allow the older poet or artist to debut their work to encourage the youth to continue on thriving. Solomon Rumble, how are you doing tonight? I am wonderful as Huckleberry Hound singing, Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, Clementine. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I didn't know, okay. how I didn't you know he sung that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Levante, how are you feeling? I am feeling inspired. Inspired? That is beautiful. Solomon Rumble, you know, I am so glad that we have this platform available, you know, for the younger artists. Because last Saturday, we had some amazing artists blow through this stage. So I know tonight is going to be two times better because this is our second show here on the Beast Nation Radio. And I am so glad to be here in the presence of you guys. Can I, can I say one thing? Yeah. Yes, sir. By that logic, I can't wait till we hit our hundredth show. Oh yes, you know the hundredth show. Ooh, that's gonna be amazing. I already have plans in the works for that. <laughs> you already have plans for a hundred shows down the line. Damn. Oh. She's planning two years in advance. Okay. <laughs> that is the CEO <laughs> of Beast Nation Radio gets it down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you guys. Who has a, a piece they would like to break off the mic with tonight? Hmm. Trouble D. Anybody? Oh. Levante. You throwing Triple it on D's me? Triple D's not here. Levante is here. I'm calling all of them. You calling all of them? <laughs> yeah. That's a bad move. Okay. <laughs> hmm. If you're not ready, I can sing the song if you're not ready. I got, I got a piece. Oh, he's got a piece. He's ready. You, me? Not ready? Huh. That's funny. <laughs> well, the mic is yours, Levante. So, Randy, 
It's a word I never understood among words until I hit the mic and never got the props it deserved because the first time I hit the scene, I realized that when I'm up on the stage, my rage is serene. I'm totally in the moment when my mic and me become one. No distinction between us until the moment I'm done. I remember the first time I let the beat inside of me hit the mic. Every nerve in my body, every fear was on strike. I don't know if I can explain the sensation of my voice hitting the room because I've been a writer. I came out of the womb and I will continue to right till the moment I lie in a tomb so I am waiting for the mic serenity coming soon and beat oh oh amazing love on pay amazing I heard that I heard that I heard that talk to him talk to him That's absolutely amazing. Sometimes it just hits me how natural it feels when you're pursuing something that you're passionate about. And this is a message for you. When you're pursuing something that you're passionate about, when you're pursuing your art, when you're pursuing your vision, you'll notice. Yeah, right beforehand, you're going to be nervous as can be. But once you let it take over and you start going after it full front, there's nothing that can stop you until you're finished. Very true. Very true, sir. Very, very true. Yes, you guys, you know, I I have a message I want to give to you. And this is my message to you guys. No matter what it may be you want to strive for, whether you want to sing, you want to paint, write poetry, write a book, be president, no matter what it may be you want to do, Strive for it and push for it. Don't let anyone or anything hold you back. If you want to do it, you can achieve it because dreams dreams can become actuality. Dreams are nothing but a vision of what could be true. So if you can dream it, you definitely can achieve it. Mr. Mumbo. Yeah? Thank you. What message do you have to deliver to our youth tonight? Well, the message that I have for the youth is that each and every single last one of y'all were blessed with a gift that the great creator gave each and every single last one of y'all. Never let a single solidary person who don't see the vision that was already put on side of you before you came from your mother's womb stifle the vision that is on the inside of you. Because some of the most prolific geniuses and world changers are now in this generation of youth. So you're the next, and I'm not even going to say the next, you're the next icon. You're the next trendsetter. You're the next individual that's going to bring a whole new way of thinking into being. You're the next world changers. Yes, sir. That's very true. That is very, very true. That's very beautifully said, Solomon. That's that's very true. There is a poem that was written by Muhammad Ali, um, and it's called "I Believe the Children Are Our Future." Now, Muhammad Ali wrote this as a poem, but over the years, singers from Alicia Keys, Aretha Franklin, and um, 
you know, different artists have actually sung the poem, you know, and it made it into a song. So I'm going to sing the poem because I believe I've done the poem many, many times before. So I'm going to sing it for um, you guys tonight because I really think it has some very encouraging words uh, for the youth. So I'm going to sing the song for you guys tonight. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. I believe the children are future. Teach them what and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty that possesses inside. Give them a sense of life. Make it easier. Let the children fly. Remind us how we used to be. Hard to long never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I felt if I could see, at least I had my dignity. Because of me, the greatest love of all is inside of me. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, the children are our future. That was beautifully sung, and it was a wonderful rendition of a piece that I have heard many times. Now, I know that Solomon Rumble's got something for us tonight. He's not going to throw me under the bus and then not, then not get in front of it himself. <laughs> oh, you you really want to go there? Really? I want to go there. That's, okay. In fact, I'm all calling right. out all of them. <laughs> this is your fault. Yes, yes, it is. Wait, so I don't get a say in this. I don't get a say. It's just y'all are gonna do it. I don't get to say anything. No. Oh no, you get to say everything because it's gonna be it's his fault. Well, well, Mr. Solomon, I want you to go in like Sunday morning church. You can do that for me. Oh, I'm gonna go in all right, but I'm gonna go in in a whole different way because it's his fault. Oh. It's my fault. Okay. Well, you know what, Solomon Rumble? The mic is yours. Sha la 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 my oh my. Look like the boy too shy. Ain't gonna kiss the girl. Whoa, whoa. Sha la 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 la. Ain't that sad? Ain't it a shame? Too bad you're gonna miss the girl. See, I looked at. Under the sea as a little child, but I learned a couple of things. See, one of the hardest people in that entire, entire cartoon scene was Sebastian. People ask me, why would you say Sebastian? He was the smallest there, but with the biggest responsibility. So that means that it no matter what size your ears, you can handle major responsibilities. He not only was a trusted servant of the king, he was also trusted by the princess, and he had the authority and the responsibility to uphold the princess. And 
he held down the ocean when the king was at rest. See, there were so many obstacles he had to go through, but he passed through every test, and all you can say is that he was a crab. He was a bottom feeder. But no, if you look at some, if you look at some, uh, if you look at some stat, see, he made me speak in tongues. When you look at Sebastian, he was a leader that filled up higher than a nine millimeter because he was speaking and everybody listened. Even when people was dripping about his size and height, they never stopped listening. See, Sebastian, he the one that could bring Ariel together with her prince, even though she couldn't speak. He even got the frogs and the flamingos and other creatures of the sea to talk in that peak, and he even made a song and melody and was the choir constructor of what constructed to be this love. See, he was blessed from the showers up above. See, he showed Ariel and the prince unconditional love, and even in the midst of the wicked wish, he was like tough, like, girl, what? I'm not scared of you. My responsibility is to hold her down, and I won't let her go. See, he was small in size, but his heart was continuously large when it had to grow, and people was like, whoa, see, I had to look at. Under the sea, a whole bunch of different times to really understand that. I don't care if nobody gets Sebastian the recognition, he was always the man, see, because I just want people to think about it. No matter what size you are, no matter what age you are, your knowledge could be higher than most people that are older than you. And instead of those older people destroying you for doing what you have to do, show them. Show them in action and not words that your responsibility gives you your own personal peace and tranquility. And you can even teach them a little knowledge and give them a little bit of stability. And I know that all of the young people in the crowd are continuously filling me because, see, when I looked under the sea, I saw more than just a mermaid falling in love with a man. I saw more than Poseidon with his child out of hand. See, I saw more than all that. I saw Sebastian, a leader, a warrior, a counselor, a keeper, a friend, and a mentor, all in one small package. So I advise you, don't be dissing things that are in a small package and eat. Wow, Solomon. That was a twist. I did not expect that at all for Devontae, what do you think about that? Man, I ain't even going to try to stun over here. This guy got me tearing up because I ain't even going to lie. Little Mermaid was one of my favorite movies growing up. And wow. he just made me look at it in a totally different light. That is one of the most amazing gifts about Mr. Solomon Rumble over here. He can have you... Look at something in in so many different lights. You should hear the one he did on Finding Nemo. Ooh, you you would never look at Dory the same after that piece. Mr. Rumble, I have to say that was an amazing piece you did right there. That that was just very amazing. Thank you. I just eat. We have a Washington D.C. caller on the line right now, and their mic is unmuted. Welcome. Washington, D.C. Hello, hello. Welcome to the party. I am Ashley Kay. Who do we have with us? Hi, Ashley Kay. It's Felicia Scott. How are you? PR from um, Black Satin Radio. Just wanted to just listen to the youth. I'm all about the youth. I should have called my um, my little spiritual sister and let her come in, but i do that soon because she's probably doing her research papers and all that good stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I appreciate you, my sister, coming through tonight. Um, do you have a piece that you actually would like to do, you know, to yeah, this, this is about youth. Um, it's called Switching, which is actually in my book, The LP Collection, Lessons and Praise. Um, it's Switching. Uh, here it is. Lips saying you get none. Hips saying come and get some. And you wonder why the brothers on a basketball court are being disrespectful and giving you inordinate affection all because you don't know the definition of switching. And that's that piece. Real short and to the point. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's like it's it's painted the picture because, you know, when you're younger, if you're a little bit curved or you think you got curved and you want the attention, you see little young ladies doing all this. So I would just see little sisters doing that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So, yeah. So that was the inspiration for that piece. Yeah. That's, that was a beautiful piece. I totally understand because I, when you said that, I was envisioning that because I've even seen, like, my younger cousins and stuff, they'll, mm-hmm. you know, be switching around. I'm like, no, that's not cute. You don't have to do that. No. <laughs> that was very short and sweet. Solomon Rumble, what do you think about that? That was truth. She spoke <laughs> truth. And, like, truth <laughs> doesn't have to be, like, an extreme dissertation, but she yeah. gave it to right down in black and white because a lot of my a lot of the the little goddesses, a lot of the little queens mm-hmm. that are really developed, they're blessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think that that's the way that you get attention because you're blessed and then the attention that you're getting is under normal circumstances these people wouldn't even have the right to look at your shoulder sideways. So mm-hmm. why is why is you switching trying to hip roll like a Leah may she rest in peace and they're not mm-hmm. even worth PC your time. So, yeah, I liked it. That right. Yeah, see, I'm a trained dancer. So, you know, I took ballet, tap, and jazz, and, you know, I have curves, so I know. And what bothered me is some guys even told my dad, rest his soul, that if I was not his daughter, what he would have done. I said, the man already drank it. I think that time he might have drunk the half pint and some old stuff that night. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they blatantly told him that, and he was like, oh, not with my daughter, not with this one. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything, but he was just telling me that this is how some men mindset are. They're looking at the body. They're not looking at the young ladies, and some of them were filthy enough to turn these young ladies out because they were switching them and stuff for attention. So, yeah. Very deep, my sister. I'm so glad that you oh, came, and I yeah. and I can't wait to hear the youth that you're gonna bring to the table when they available. Because you know we here for two hours, so we more than okay. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my student, her little sister is 16. She got some dope stuff, but I have to see where they are because they celebrate little brother's birthday. He's an artist. I don't I don't think he raps or sings or anything. He tries to, but it's. I'm like, no, stick to your visual art, sweetie. I don't, di- I don't discourage anybody, but I know who got the strength in the family. <laughs> the sisters are the singers and the rappers. He's the painter, the um, the actor, and whatever else he does. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, definitely, you know, encourage them to come and, you know, kick it on the mic with us. That will be wonderful for them to come. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Go ahead and kick back with us here on the Unify Youth Radio. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Mr. Rumbo. Yes, yes, yes. Who else do we have getting ready to cross this wonderful platform of ours tonight? Well, right now, no one's walking into the studio at this moment. Okay, okay. Um, I have a piece that um, is an oldie but goodie. I've yet to be able to say that, but it's an oldie but goodie. Um, <laughs> it's a piece that I actually did at a Stop the Violence rally. Um, and one of the gentlemen requested me to say the piece tonight. Um, he's going to share the archive of this show with the youth program that he has through Scott Elementary out of Flint, Michigan. So he, you know, requested for me to do this piece. So I'm going to do this piece uh, for the radio tonight. I sat in my room when a Tupac track came onto the radio, and he said to me, how many brothers sell victims to the street? Rest in peace, young brother, there's a heaven for a G. I'd be alive, but told you that I never thought of death. My brothers, we the lives was left. The life goes on. And I replied to his song, we need to stop the violence. This isn't the way. Take your guns, my fists, and put them away. There's a brighter day. Life is already short. Yeah, it's bittersweet. And I can't understand the burning getting slain by the street. And see, I had two brothers taken by the street, one carrying Skittles in Arizona sweet, the other having his hands up in the middle of the daylight street. But statistics told me because they were black men under 25, this was their destiny. See, I cannot believe that these boys wanted to be men, thinking they have power over God's men with no sense, had enough sense to know that they wouldn't have to pay for this. I refuse to think that as they sprayed and my brother's bodies laid, I mean, one for even four and a half hours that day, that that was their fate. But I'm at peace that they knew God. But how many of my brothers and sisters get slain to the streets? I'm tired of the young R.I.P. And all Tupac could tell me was how many brothers fell victim to the street. Rest in peace, young brother. Does it happen for a G? I'm being alive, but I told you that I never thought of death. My brothers, we the lives was left. Our life goes on. Ashley K. Lee, K.K. Belly, in the Wow. And y'all just sitting here bringing back pieces that have always touched my heart. Like, that song is one of my favorite songs by Tupac. And just hearing what you did with that piece, you shaped my life further. Thank you. Thank you, Levante. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I like to do. I like to incorporate music and poetry because they really do go hand in hand. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge Tupac Shakur fan, Machiavelli. Everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of his. So whenever I can find one of his masterpieces and incorporated with one of my masterpieces. It's just, I just find it like an honor to be able to do that. Classic. Boom. <laughs> well, Mr. Rumble, since we are here on the youth platform for the youth today, um, I want to speak 
to you about an education issue. So you know in Michigan, they recently passed a law saying that the public schools don't have to give um, children public schools proper education like they would do the children in private schools. What do you think about that? That is by far one of the most retarded moves I've ever seen. Basically, they're saying instead of being black and white, they're trying to go around the subject matter. Public school education is free. We want you to pay for it. So now we're authorizing them not to teach you nothing, which in reality they're not teaching you much of nothing because they're missing a lot of fundamentals of what you should know in order to grow in your educational growth. Because a lot of these textbooks nowadays have subject matters that really don't matter to particular subjects or demographics. You're telling me now, and you're giving my children an excuse now not to want to go to school. If you tell a child you're coming to a facility to learn nothing, why is your child going to that facility? Now you have more skip days. Now you have more cutting classes altogether. Now you have lower grades, and now you have a more of a population that's not going to be educated and what they need to be educated to survive, and that's what they want. So they're trying to make sure that the the the, the poorer class and the middle class are shaking hands, for real. Because if you don't have money, money, your kid won't get the proper education that they deem is necessary for your child to survive in their economy. So that's terrible. It is, and it's like, it's even worse. Like, my mother graduated high school in 1986, right? And I got one of her textbooks my senior year of high school. I got one of her textbooks. She graduated in 86. It's 2013 when I graduated. How am I getting a book from 86 and it's 2013? That book is, like, Way, way too old to even be relevant to anything that I should be learning for the society in this decade. Like, 86, 2013, like, that right there surprised me. And I could not believe it. I was like, no way this is not my mom's textbook. But then I flipped through the pages where, you know, she scribbled notes or you could see what past people scribbled notes. And I'm like, Lord behold, there's on the mom's name and her, like, note, like, note-taking in her handwriting. I'm like, wow. And, you know, when I talk to the school board, you know, I, you know, do stuff like that. I talk to the school board, and their excuse is that, well, the school district doesn't have funding to properly get books, um, you know, for the school district to get new books every few years. I mean, this is not a few years. This is 10-plus years that this book, this book is 20 and some change years old. Like, that's more than a few years. Like, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Very, very, very true. It's it's thirty one years to be exact. You know, that's that that's pretty sad. <laughs> Levante, um, in your neck of the woods, how would you say the education system is in your neck of the woods? I would say that the education system itself is fundamentally flawed. 
as someone still in the education system, I would say the biggest flaw is we teach we teach to test. We don't test on what we teach. We teach on what we test. And that is one of the biggest problems that we have. It's one of the reasons why you could be a straight-A student but fail the ACT because ACT doesn't isn't a test that you can teach to. It's see where you are intellectually. And that's why even in a school where we have 800 students, so you, you think 800 students over six grades, that means that you have more, you should have more than enough teachers to have smaller classrooms, more one-on-one -on -one teaching time, and yet we still have 18 and 19 as some of the highest ACT scores that we have because we teach to the EOC or the test coming up next week. We don't teach how to learn. We teach for remember this for next week. And so you're saying you're more taught like an ABC kind of style where it's like this answers for this, this answers for that, instead of teaching you something universal that you can use later on in life. Exactly. Like, honestly, how many people do you know actually remember half the stuff that they were taught in high school? How many people? We're required to take foreign language. But how many people do you know who can actually speak Spanish or French, the two major languages you learn in high school? True. That's very true. And that's interesting that you mentioned foreign language because in the state of Michigan, well, in my neck of the world anyway, in the state of Michigan, they teach you German and Dutch instead of Spanish or French. Well, we all know that it will benefit you more in life to learn Spanish than it will for you to learn German or Dutch because of the way the immigration works and everything and the way people's dialects, Spanish is really more universal than German would be. So they're kind of teaching us useless skills that really wouldn't benefit you, but that's why once you, you get yeah. down with, um, you know, once you get done with schooling, that's why they always say, Crack open a book and read for yourself different things because you can't learn everything a teacher teaches you because a teacher can only teach you what they know. So you have to still go out and seek other things out for yourself. And it's interesting you said that like that because another thing I've noticed, one thing, if there's one thing I'm proud of, even more proud of than my art, it's probably my mind. Like, I pride myself on always pushing myself to limits when it comes to intellectual studies. And so I'm always, as you find in class, correcting the teachers. And what I've noticed is a lot of teachers, and I'm not going to blame this on teachers. I, was, I actually would blame it more on the school system itself. A lot of teachers end up teaching things that they don't really know too much about or things that they're not passionate about teaching about. And how do you expect the kids to get passionate about learning when you're sitting there going, all right, so it's algebra one time. Let's get this over with. 
No. Right. <laughs> you know, w- one of my favorite teachers in my school to this day, me and her got into it my first year with her because she was teaching Algebra 1 Part 1. And she hated teaching Algebra 1 Part 1. Her, her passion was teaching geometry. And Algebra 1 Part 1, she hated it with a passion. And so me and her got into it all the time because we were co- both constantly in, in a bad mood. I didn't want to learn it because she didn't want to teach it. And she was just sitting there doing what she had to to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. But go back a year later, geometry, one of my favorite teachers now. Because <laughs> when when I went through her class in geometry, she was passionate about teaching it. She knew exactly what she was going on about in every situation. She could answer all my questions. Mm-hmm. And that right there showcased the difference between someone who's teaching because it's what they're good at and, you know, what pays the bills and someone who actually has a passion for what they are teaching. That's very true, Vontae. Very true, very true. Home and Rumble. Yes? I have a question. Uh-huh. What? I want to talk about peer pressure for a second because I know peer pressure is something that it doesn't just end after you get out of middle school, high school. It follows you all the way through college. It really does. Um, what is something you could tell our youth about peer pressure? You have to redefine who really is your peers, first and foremost. And it also it comes from a strong foundation at home because your home life trains you on your school life. If you're closed in as a child, if you're closed in at a house at home, most of the time they wild out and try to express themselves. And people that do peer pressure always like to cause trouble in packs. They know that someone told them before they became the one that does the peer pressure, A, I'm not supposed to be smoking these cigarettes. B, I'm not supposed to be smoking none of these substances, these chemical substances. I'm not supposed to be doing none of this. But to be defiant and rebellious, okay, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm grown. When someone peer pressures you, you have to first think about you have to go home to your mother and your father. You're causing unnecessary altercations in your home life because of the school life foolishness. Oh, you to beat on somebody or hit somebody or push somebody. They'll tell you to do something out of your character and just to belong You'll do it, but when you get you have to look your mother and your father in the face and know that I was smoking cigarettes, I wasn't supposed to smoke, I was drinking, I wasn't supposed to drink. And you did it because of another person pressured you, which meant that for that one segment, since you're so grown, why would you want another human being, especially a child that's on the same level of you? They're still in the same level of you. I don't care if you're a grade higher or below it, they're still a child force you into doing something that you don't want to do. So now you're no longer an individual, you're a puppet. Because they pulled the right strings to make you do what they wanted you to do. So now master in your life and you don't know it. Because the more and more that you do that, the more the control that was in the household and the control outside the household begins. So for people that peer pressure you, you got to look, hey, is this going to advance me in any way in my life? B, do I really want to do this in the first place? C, 
see, are these really my friends anyway? Because if they were really my friends, they wouldn't want to make me do something I don't normally do to fit in. When you think about those really clearly, and, you know, the thing about peer pressure is, even though they're pressuring you as your so-called peers, they're not physically putting your their hand on your mouth saying, yes, I'm going to do this. They gave you a choice. You can always choose the right way. So when people peer pressure you, you got to think of all those three that I suggested, and also you got to think that you're strong enough as an individual. Your parents raised you strong enough as an individual that you don't need to follow nobody except for what your parents wanted you to do and need to do to further your growth and what the Creator wants you to do. Because no person on here, on this earth, when it's that time for the judgment, is going to be there standing with you, holding your hand like, okay, I'm the reason they did this. You get judged by what you do, not what other people get you to do. So I just tell them to think. Because peer pressure is real easy to say no. It's easier to say no than than it is to say yes. That's the thing about peer pressure. It takes a lot because they have to pressure you to say yes. If someone if someone says, I want you to do this, no. See how quick that was? You barely wasted two seconds. Hmm. Wow, Mr. Rumble, Mr. Rumble. Lante, what is your view on peer pressure? <clears throat> Well, before I go into what I would say about peer pr- to, uh, to those in that situation, I want to go into how I see peer pressure today. Looking back at someone who did fall into those trends and everything else and made those mistakes, I would say peer pressure, it's not so much about a yes or no as it is about someone trying to find themselves. We spend our whole lives, honestly our entire lives trying to find out who we are. You know, that's why one of the greatest unanswered questions that we try to answer constantly is why are we alive? What is the meaning behind it all? And when you do that, you're giving someone else the power to say, well, this is who you should be or this is who you really are. And so it's not just a oh, I might get in trouble, it's a, are you going to sit there and let someone else decide who you are and what you're going to do with your life? Really? Because honestly, looking back, there were many times where I wish I hadn't given someone that power. You know, looking looking to where I am today, that is one of the greatest powers you can give someone over yourself is the ability to let them tell you who you are and who you're not. So I would say choose who you give that gift to very carefully because there are some people who can shape you and mold you into exactly where you need to be in your life, and that, but they are few, few and far between. You know, I think one of the greatest mottos in my life has to be there's something very pagan about me. I question, I deny nothing, but I question everything. And that's a mindset that I learned 
just recently in the last two years or so. And it's a mindset that's kept me out of a lot of trouble because it's a mindset that says, don't close your mind to anything. You know, look at the possibilities, but don't swallow the wisdom of men just because that's what you've heard and that's what, you know, everyone else accepts to be true. But I actually do have another piece to share. Uh, okay. One second. Before, before you do that, we have a new caller on the line, and it is Poet and Nishan. Well, I will sit down. <laughs> hello, hello, my brother. How are you all? <clears throat> I've been incognito lately. How are y'all doing? Wonderful, wonderful, my brother. How are you? Feeling blessed. A little tired, but I'm feeling blessed. Welcome to our youth show. Huh? What'd you say? Welcome to our youth show. With 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 Africa. Well, I figured since y'all are doing the youth show, you know, I should come out and support the youth. You know, that's something I feel strongly about being a father as well. Well, I appreciate you, my brother, coming and, you know, supporting the youth and stuff tonight. Do you have a piece or anything you would like to share with them? Yeah, I'd like to share something I just revised. It's called Opus Pocus. Okay, my brother, the mic is yours. The page, blatantly adjusted with subtlety, reminiscent of sketches on an artist's canvas, except we know these shapes well. They're symbols, a language like ancient hieroglyphs. It's tonal, mathematical, perfection in all details. It's a language of the universe, of angels, of God. The sound resonant, augments, diminishes till perfection. A poetic concerto, opus activation of chakras, manipulation of seven five times infinitely, corresponding to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The arrangement, sharp, colors flat and fat, so natural as if notated by masters, like Jocko Train, Miles, and Monk. The flow is mystical, they compose in perfect time, improvisational, secured with a staff, supported by bars, measured for accuracy, visceral language to be heard, origin and exponential of infinity. Seek, I have the scientific equation, geometric solution, resolution to afflictions, and now I breathe it. I breathe surround sound like a fish in water. I get booming system drive-by contact highs. It's a drug for the disease of life, yet the cure of it in and of itself is the addiction. has me under its influence, and I need to get another fix. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love music. Sweet, sweet music. Boundless freedom. See, I'm consumed by its presence. It takes my body over. The consummation of my affections for music is dance, and this is my opus pocus. Whether in three-quarter time dancing to a waltz, 
while as a youth escort, escorting debutante, windows above the world's cotillion floor, I am no bore, because from youth I learned how to be a gentleman on the dance floor. Or in 4-4 time, dancing to the sounds of George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, Bow, wow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee, bow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee, Why must I feel like that? Must, why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. Or flashlight reminders while you're bullying to the funk. Everybody's got a little light under the sun. Blame it on the funk. Or maybe dancing to Morris Dean the time when my dancing was free and and it's all because of something that I didn't learn in school. I'm just cool. Cool. Honey, baby, can't you see? Girl, I'm so cool. Ain't nobody bad like me. Looking cool, but an automatic dancing machine fool. Dancing to jukebox, boombox, beatbox beats, or a DJ spinning to bring the old b-boy out of me. Pop locking, electric boogaloo. Top rocking, electric worm too. You know the dance soul is my scene. Jerk and jerk, wine and grind. Mashing the dance hall till carnival time. To delightful, carefree Caribbean sounds. Steel pan players, soca calypso reggae, make my hips, arms, legs, and feet move. The rhythm fills my soul, always on beat, always in time. Mental notations of my consummation, always the best way to let the time pass. But the music that moves me the most of all is live music. As the artist sounds, it envelops me. I show my synchronicity to the sound, my harmony to the melody my syncopation to the beat, my joyous thrills till the song is complete. I want to dance on moonbeams and get lifted from the sounds of life. Colorful, captivating, convincing my body to get moving, to get my groove on, dancing in dance halls, dancing on moonbeams, dancing into the bedrooms, music to get your freak on with, like listening to Prince. You took off your dress and I took a peek. Walked on the storms, play hide and seek. I begged for a kiss and you gave me seven. My lips touched and it felt like heaven. Everything I want is what she does to me. She don't blush cause she's so damn free. When she's making love, it's like surgery. And she says, ooh, ooh, I love you in me. Love making music. Music making love. Making love music. Making music lovers. Loving music makers. I imbibe the sounds. I feel and become the vibe. Surround sound stimuli successfully, skillfully sinking psyche to the supreme. Move me. Sway me. Play with me like the trees in the wind. I will not stop, I will not stop until the sounds end. 
and when it ends, I'll wipe the subtle sweat from my body and brow, waiting for the next sounds of music that move my soul. And peace. Wow. That was a creative masterpiece, my brother. Roman Rumble. What do you think about that right there? That's my brother from Beast Nation. You ain't know who that is? That's Poe and Sean. That's Mr. <laughs> Creativity. That's his, that's what I call him. I'm like, that's Mr. Creativity. That right Creating. there was very creative. He creates such artistry with his words. And then he blends a little music and little clips. Like, he gets it in. That's that in wildlife, though. That's that New York. That's a New York. And then you kicked it back real old school, my brother, you know, for the youth. As far as Prince, you know, you you kicked that old school for them. So now they going to have to go Google some Prince music and be like, oh, that's who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been listening to the Prince since I was 13. He was, he's been a big influence on on the way I write, the way, the way I, I um, judge music. And, you know, I've... I, I I appreciate his musical talent, so you know it influenced me throughout my life. Like I said, I've been listening to him since I was thirteen. Uh, maybe that's why I write so seductively, because I I picked that up from him. <laughs> that smooth operator, huh? No doubt. <laughs> well, my brother, I appreciate you coming through here tonight and. Touching our mic. I hope you stick around for the rest of this wonderful show. Well, I'd like to hear the youth speak out. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to hear the talent of the youth. So bring it on. Bring it on, young ones. Oh, yes. The young girls are going to come and bring it down and bring this house down. That's how they do it. You know, like we have right now, I mean, we have a quite a few, quite a few youth just listening in. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're here. They're just listening in right now. Okay, right. okay, okay. Well, now, you bring... go ahead. Oh, oh, no, no, go ahead. Don't don't beat me up. I just work here. <laughs> go ahead, Mr. Rumble. You know, you and I together on the mic, we get excited. We be just clashing like, the Clash of the Titans. Well, I'm going to go ahead and step back and let you take this mic, sir. Well, right now, right now at this point, we have the the Poet 365, and we're welcoming him to the youth program. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Hey, how you doing, uh, my brother and my young, my young people? How you doing? Hello, hello. I am Ashley Kaylee, the host of this wonderful show tonight, and how are you? I'm good. I, you know, I, I saw an invitation for the youth. I was feeling kind of tired because I got a show to do uh, at 8, and I was like, well, you know, so what? I'm tired. I wanted to, to show my support. I wanted to uh, get involved. Okay. I wanted to be here, so so I'm here. Well, I appreciate you very much for coming and supporting our show. Well, you're quite welcome. Oh, yes, my my brother, Paul 365. 
Yes, sir. As a as a as an announcement to you, my brother. Any youth in your area that would like to be on the show, this is this platform is open to every youth that you know that wants to be on the show. No matter what talent they have, they can also have the ability to be not only featured, but we're going to be once a month picking one youth to co-host a show with the youth of uh, this youth program. I'm, I'm going to definitely shout that out on my show tonight, and you know I'm I'm uh, with you, and it's just. It's, it's uh, kind of disheartening because it's hard to find youth with uh, with a mind to do anything that is uh, not having sex and smoking blunts, you know, to tell you the truth. Um, and uh, so I will definitely shout it out because I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to do something with that too. I just um, mentored a young, a young adult male. Um, basically, just out of high school, and uh, try try to steer him in the right direction with some words of experience. And actually, he, he did what what a young man would do. So I'm actually proud of of himself, and um, happy that I was able to actually help some young person from going in the wrong direction. Yes, sir, that is very important that we do encourage and lead our youth to righteousness, and I applaud you, my brother, for doing that. Well, thank you. That's uh, that's what I do. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the revolutionary. I'm the uh, the warrior and the scholar, you know, the African and the, and the black man. So uh, I definitely uh, appreciate that, and it's just part of my, my being. It's hard not to, not to do something. You know, and I live by example. Yes, sir. Um, do you have a piece that you would like to debut on this show for the youth tonight? I sure do. I I have a piece that uh that I did. I have to get my um I have to get my glasses. I'm not as young as you. <laughs> Don't be laughing. <laughs> I got a piece I did uh, a while back. Um, you know, I am the poet 365, so I write all year long. And, uh, you know, if I don't write a poem a day, I write a couple poems a day. And this poem is called Some Young Minds. Some, thank you so much. Some Young Minds. Some Young Minds taking it easy all the time. Gimme, gimme, gimme. This is mine. What can I get? What do I have? All I want to do is laugh. Some young minds, I think I'm grown, but please don't leave me alone. Some young minds don't think that far, wanting to be just who they are. Not using their eyes to see, not looking at what they can be. Some young minds looking at others, what they have, how they dress, and what they do, only to be Mothered without a clue. Some young minds doing things to their hair, exploring their bodies and risking the dare. Some young minds, it's me, 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 and I want, and all I want to do is be free. Some young minds are right on time, thinking and growing and staying in line, 
seeking to be something, not practicing to be nothing. Some young minds like to read and write and make sure their families unite. Some young minds have big dreams and will do what must, what they must, no matter to friends how it seems. To conquer their world in victory, they have parents to trust and believe in God the Father and through his Son, that battle can be won. And to the victor goes the spoils. All young minds must labor and toil, for in the future you shall see the glorious treasure you shall receive. The poet 365, Some Young Minds. That was a phenomenal piece. I'm so glad you were able to share that with us tonight. Mr. Rumble, what do you think of that right there? My brother's an architect with his with his pen. He always has been. That was a very good and very appreciative and very now poem. Thank you. That that poem was written uh, a decade, at least a decade ago, um, and it was written um, dealing with uh, some some young some young girls, you know, and I had to. Um, deal with their, their young minds and what they were going through. Um, especially young girls, you know, they have a natural propensity to uh, go after after boys. And and uh, if the boys aren't being directed like I'm directing my, my uh, young sir, then they're headed for trouble and they, they, and they, don't they have they make all the excuses to do the wrong thing and and it's natural so that poem came out of a real experience in uh in mentoring uh young ladies to be women that right there is very powerful sir i very much appreciate you why don't you tell us about your show that you're having tonight well, I have a show on Blog Talk Radio, and it is a uh, poetry show called Poetry After Six. It's uh, produced by uh, poet Mother of Six at the uh, MO6 Productions, and we are always on Saturday, and we are always on um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesday, we, we play a game called Poetry Pin Tag, where you, you know, tag your it and all the poets get to do several poems at one time and it's block of radio and you can call in at 713-955-0328 and I'll visit your event page and um, shout out there um, so thank you for the uh, for the plug and that is Poetry at the Stick and we're at uh, eight, 8 to 10 on Block Talk Radio well, thank you. Thank you, my brother. Stick around as long as you can for the rest of the show, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, and I uh, I will stick around. Well, I have a public service announcement. Oh, you do. Mr. Logante, I was wondering why you were so quiet over there. What do you have to announce tonight? My sister is on the line, and she's got a piece she's ready to sing. Oh, Wonderful, wonderful. Mr. Rumbo, can you please unmute the young goddess mic, please? You know I had to do it. That's that angel. I'm a fan. 
I can talk. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing tonight? Yes. Well, that is wonderful. I heard you have another piece of grace to strike with tonight. Yes, I do because a certain somebody urges me to sing every time. So. <laughs> well, you know what? The mic is yours. I heard that you settled down, that you found a girl in yours, Mary now. I heard that your dreams came true, guess she gave you things I didn't give to you. Oh, friend, why are you so shy? And like you to hold back or hide from the light. I hate to turn up out of the blue, uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I'd hope to see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me. It's over. It's over. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Oh, I wish nothing but the best for you. Let's walk a thing right now. That right there was so wonderful. You have a beautiful voice, I must say. You have a very beautiful voice. Mr. Rumbo. What do you think about that right there? <laughs> Thank I'm you. a fan. I'm a fan. Boom. She exploded on there. She just gave you a sample. A sample. Every time she come on this mic, I get hype. She's definitely getting a feature. Period. She's getting a feature. That would be wonderful. I'm so glad, you know, you came back again for another show. I'm glad, you know, Levante gave you that little push because, you know, sometimes we need that one person to encourage us to do something that we're really, really good at, but we're just shy. So I am so glad you came back and did that wonderful snippet for us. Oh, she ducked out. She had to go take care of something real quick. So she may or may not be back. I don't know. My little monkey be sitting there. Hiding in the trees sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> she was practicing that for me last night, and she had me so inspired that I wrote a piece off of how, the way she did the song. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce this young man right here, Levante, a.k.a. Triple D, member of the YBN, or the Young Nation. This brother right here is going to go ahead and Chris in this mic. So go ahead with your bad self. Someone like you, is it going to be the truth? I'm going to keep up on the move until I see the proof. Looking into the window of your perfect little world. Married with three kids, one boy and two girls. Uninvited seems to be the only way I'm getting in tonight. But I push myself in, hoping you'll see the light. Because the world isn't as bright with you out of my life. Thought of you as someone else. It cuts me like a knife, but I got to move on. That's what I keep telling myself. Trying to forget all these things that I felt put it into my music, your name on every rhyme. I know that for you it's over, so never mind. Triple D, 
Young Beast Nation in Beast. Dedicated to my little <laughs> That's how you do it right there. You guys going to have to come back again together and collab because that flowed wonderful with her singing that song and you doing that piece. That flowed wonderful. Mr. Rumble, what do you think about this Young Beast Nation member over here? That's my little brother. That's Mr. On The Come Up. That's my new name for him, Mr. On The Come Up. Mr. On The Come Up. Come up. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rumble, do we have any of the youth ready to get on this mic tonight? Well, we have an individual that's oh, that locked in right from South California. Oh, South Cali's, who do we have with us tonight? My name is Ashley K. Lee. Welcome to Unified Youth. Lyrical Soldier in the building. What's up, Lyrical Soldier? How are you doing? Hello, I haven't heard your voice in a while. Yeah, I've been doing. I just need a break from um, blog talking and all that. Well, I'm glad you came here tonight with me on Unified Youth. Do you have a piece you like to share with us tonight? Huh? Do you have a piece you like to share with us tonight? Well, afternoon um, your time, night my time. <laughs> yeah. The mic is yours. I need to put poetry on my backbone. Take the grown pen, been born every day. There's a star born. Foreign clothes get, mater- get materialism torn. I'm foreign cut from a different sleeve. I revived the gift when Isis came to me. She spoke Coptic and watched your walk. Trip up, slip up, divinity to humility. Victorious unto God. Victory belongs to every humankind. Serpent, closed eyes, get in contact, get upon Isis, dream in, the lo- in love with the paradigm. Gives and takes, break shackles of mind. Be free, fly out, leave the nest. Owls, hawks, Sankofa, fly free on star galaxy, obey the gift. And peace. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, was the one only Lyrica Soja from Kingdom Inc. Levante, I would like you to meet Lyrical Soldier. Lyrical Soldier, meet Levante. He's a member of the YBN or the Young Beast Nation. And Levante Lyrical is part of Kingdom Inc. You guys meet each other. Lyrical, that was a wonderful piece you did right there. I have to just say, that was a wonderful piece for, you know, debuting out on the scene. I haven't heard you. That was a wonderful piece. Thank you. Solomon Rumble, what do you think about that right there? That's my little brother. That's the Sun Prince. <laughs> Anytime the Sun Prince come through, he just illuminates the microphone. He ain't got to be all harsh. It's just he, it's like when he spit, spit a piece, it's like the pharaohs was writing hieroglyphics. So every time he speak, it'd be something that'd be almost prophetic in the wording. You just got to read in between the lines. Oh, yes. Very true. Very true. Levante, what do you think about that right there? 
I thought it was absolutely amazing. Like, it's always wonderful to see Young Beast Nation talent showcased, and that was... Oh, no, he's that, part of Kingdom Inc. Oh, no, he was oh, he's Kingdom Inc. He Kingdom Inc.? Yeah. I misunderstood. I must have. I must. It must have cut out on me. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Then I want to hear more Kingdom Inc. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all family. We're all family. Kingdom Inc. You know, they're like our cousins. So you know, we always buy, borrow ketchup and stuff from each other. So. Oh, that's so that's why he sounded like my cryptic cousin. Okay. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> America Soldier, oh, I'm so glad you came here tonight with me, and I hope you stick around for a little bit more of the show because I would love to hear another piece from you. Uh, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I have a request. My sister's got a jet in a few minutes. She's still listening in through my line, but she's got a jet in a few minutes, and there is a piece I really want to do. Okay. My brother, the mic is yours. You know, why me in all day, every day? You got to debut how we do it. So go ahead and take this mic. All right. This piece was dedicated and about my little sister. It's called Police. Kind and caring, she has a killer temper, exactly the type of person to one day be a mentor. Lovable and adorable with some meddling ways, instinctive and intelligent, but at the end of the day, she's my little sister. Through it all, come with me. And beast. Love you, sis. Aw, that right there, you guys, is Levante in the truest form of being Levante, that dedication piece to his little sister. That was so beautiful. You don't make me cry. You don't make me cry. Mr. Rumble, what do you think about that? (laughs) I think Mr. Rumble got tears in his eyes, too. That was wonderful, Levante. That was really sweet. I have to say that really, really was sweet. Mr. Rumble, what you think about that? Oh, he is going to sit back. He got to sit back. He's quiet. He got to sit back and be quiet. That right there, though, I have to really say, like, it's amazing when we do do pieces about our siblings and stuff because they are the closest people to us oftentimes. You know, they're our first best friends. And sometimes they can be our first enemies, too. So it's really <laughs> wonderful <laughs> when we can, you know, do pieces and stuff on them. Um, I believe Mr. Rumble's just kind of sitting there a minute, you know, collecting his thoughts, getting that microphone back and set in place. Because when he did that piece, I think he just dropped his mic. Mr. Rumble, you back here with me? No, Mr. Rumble, Mr. Rumble. Say what I say. Tell me. Yeah. A little birdie told me that you are working on a mixtape through the YVN. Why don't you tell me about that mixtape? Um, the title of the mixtape is called D-Day, um, subtitled The Invasion of the Rap Game. Um, it's kind of a little play on words, triple D, D-Day. Yeah, I know, kind of corny, but whatever. Um, it's really just... It's meant to showcase not only my strengths and my talents, but at the same time showcase my message. Um, it The way it's going in development now, it's very mixed tones. Um, 
it showcases each song is designed to showcase exactly how I was feeling at the time I wrote it. Um, I was joking with you the other day, and uh, when I told you, you know, I have a song about heartbreak right after a song about true love. You know, right. it's really designed just to give the listener a chance to listen in to what goes through my mind on a daily day to day basis. Mm-hmm in all the different modes and settings that Triple D has been known to set on, which I'm pretty sure you've seen most of them. <laughs> true, true. And I have to say that, uh, that track Heartbreak you have, I know, you know, was uh, inspired by my little song that I'm working on. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be able to collab, you know, together um, on a track with you, with me singing the song and you, you know, doing the rap version of the song because that was just so amazing. When I first heard you do Heartbreak, I was like, no way, he got to get out my thoughts. That's just, that was just too bizarre that you were able to, you know, craft, like, a few lines of my song into this whole, like, rap, which is amazing. Well. All back. Okay. You okay over there? I seen you over there. You know, you was trying to play it hard, but I seen a little tear when Levante did that wonderful piece to his sister. I had a tear, but I told my tear to get back in my eye. Then it ran back on my cheek. You don't play that that stuff up. Not at all. My tough is tough. Yo, tough is tough. I don't think I've ever heard that one. That's the one, Mr. Rumble. I'll, I'll do we have do we have any more colors on the line, sir? Not right now. Okay, okay. First rumble. I'm gonna make a request of you. <laughs> I would love for you I would love for you to do a piece for me. Okay. And I want you to dip into the chronicles of To Our Black Sons. Can you do that for me? Oh. One of those. Okay. I got you. Yes, sir. I have somebody here in uh, the studio audience, you know, that just walked into the studio. Um, I believe they need to hear this piece, so I would love, if you can, to do that piece for me. Hey. Can I uh, just shout out real quick and say, you need to check out my new Lear, Ashley. Mm-hmm. That it is fully upgraded. Oh, it is. Well, I'm going to dip over there. I'm going to turn the surround system on high. So, Mr. Rumble, I can hear you do that piece, and I will be back momentarily. All right, I got you. This is... A father's request. Now, as an elder, I've looked into many eyes of many children that entered many builders, and I see that all of their feelings are hitting the entire ceiling because they don't know how special they are. 
And I know many people say it, but they say it just to laugh and not even smile at them anymore. But I can tell that they are stars by far. Because with every galaxy and constellation, these black suns, so many revelations that these children are facing, so I have to speak to the black suns. Black suns. You are not a lunar eclipse. You were created for such great purpose, so why do you let people try to disperse your purpose with bull tip? You let people speak damage into your lives until your lives feel damaged. Sisters no longer want to be queens no more. I think being the queen is hard to manage, but let me tell you, my daughters, I'm not saying that I'm your father, but let me be your father figure for this one moment and I'll tell you that you were one of the greatest gifts that a father would ever have or ever could have because you are a part of him. And you are the best of your mother and father together. So you are ultimate combination that will last forever. So don't let nobody in this earth or planet sever the love that I feel for you. See, as a father figure, I'll be the first to say, I was going to be the one, the first one to say that I love you unconditionally being from a man in human form. The one that'll open up the first umbrella that'll ever cover your head in the midst of every storm. And I'm not even trying to tell you this, but I need to tell you this. I'm going to warn you ahead of schedule. That most guys will not know how beautiful you are. They'll only want to see what's in between what they want to see. They will not even try to uplift you or grow you up to the woman that you are destined to be. But see, that's what the black sons are for. It's too many brothers that'll love you for you that'll show you unconditional love and every action that'll be true, and all they want to do is just make sure that you have the best for you, my daughters, my sisters. It's black sons that are built in a good household that's minds at times when they were play be bold, but they're not great debaters at all, but just they speak with purpose, so their purpose becomes cold because it's so cool when they say it. It's such a wonderful sight to behold. Now I speak to my black sons right now. Sisters, I'll get back to you. My black sons, you know that you were born from a warrior race. Even though the world tries to displace you and take you apart piece by piece, I can step all of your traces back to Mother Africa, you see. And it don't matter if you're the color of my pigmentation for you to see. You are a warrior. You are proud. Don't let nobody, I mean nobody, put your livelihood to sunder. When you think that you're nothing to nobody, I guarantee the sounds of the clouds that will beat and blast just like thunder will be the enlightening. It will tell you that you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are a soldier, father, farmer, ambassador, husband, possibly. If that's the path that was chosen for thee, you are of a warrior race, and that is just how it be. It is not secluded, but I'm going to elude these couple of things to this. You need to be proud of who you are. Set a trend of who you are. Don't try to become one of these other clone wars and these star wars. Don't try to do something that's not even really in you, and don't pretend to, because I can see what's really in you. You have greatness. So what is you really fighting for? I'm not judging you because I don't have the right to judge. But yes, 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 I do have a grudge because you waste such precious time. 
which letting all the negativity be the things that absorb into your mind, and then now your mind is just going back to a reclinal chair status. And my sisters, hold on, my brothers, my sisters, why would you ever want to be considered one of the baddest B-I-T-C-H's in a place? That means that they don't even care about the expressions on the inside. They only care about the expressions on your face. They don't look about your amazing grace. Not at all, not a bit. Your angel wings start to fold up into your back when they start to spit because they don't understand that you truly were created as a gift. They open you up early like Christmas, so I don't understand none of this, my sisters. I need you to be proud of who you are. Be proud of your thinny, medium, thick, short, or tall. Through it all, you were made great. So let this father be the words that we shape, and I know you're trying to escape. Escape all of the plagiarism and all of the peer pressure that you go through, you know, the things that you don't talk about with your family. About when a man says he loves you and it feels so warm to you, but please, my sisters, I need you to understand me. If your father never showed you what love really means, then this would be a pale comparison, if you know what I mean. My sisters, I'm going to get to the point. You sometimes have bad decision-making. But it's not just because of you. It's because the father figure in your life did not do the responsible undertaking. He didn't tell you how much he loved you. He didn't tell you and hold you close. To the point that you knew about how heartbeats mesh together, how a love could truly last forever that can never be severed in a proper foundation. So when these stalkers, these animal walkers, that street talkers start saying these words that are like blades that start slaying and then your whole heart and livelihood start decaying, I'm just saying, you don't have to be naked to be beautiful. I'm just saying. You could be fully clothed and, and glittered with the boldness of a queen, with a mind of an empress, with the power of a goddess, if you know what I mean. I ain't going to talk about the shapes of your curves and the way of your words and the way that you switch and sway. I'm going to want to understand how did you educate and elevate yourself. I want to know about the inside of you each and every way without physically touching you. See, a lot of men don't even want to have conversations with you no more. They look at you as a woman, but they're treating you like a, yeah, they're treating you like something you should never be treated. But then the bad thing about it, you treat yourself like something that should never be treated. Right. I condemn my brothers for calling you a bad B-I-T-C-H, but I condemn you for saying it's all right, if your sisters say it. Now, that is the thing that you want to be now. I want to be the baddest B-I-T-C-H. See, I'm not even going to let my mouth be corrupted by the vocal of that word. You see how easy that is? I know that it's hard. But I'm not going to tear away all of that mascara, that makeup, that Vidal Sassoon, and all of those facades. I need you to understand. As a father figure, i got to show you the difference between a boy and a man because a boy wants you for just what he can get out of you. A man has a master plan to elevate not just him but you too and create an entire nation, an empire, and a new land. See, this is a new plan. I need you to be proud about who you are. Because whether any guy recognizes you as this in your heart, know that you're a star by far, so I'll be your father for this evening. And I know it sounds like I'm preaching, but I just want you to extend your hands as I extend my hands so I can start preaching and speaking deep within to your soul to show you just how you roll. And I understand that education set inside your heart and your chest, that 
is a personification of being bold. That is a personification of a sight that's willful to behold. See, that's for my daughters. For my sons, you are kings. But first you have to be a prince to understand what that means. And I'm not trying to get you with any kind of clever type schemes. I need you to understand that you are a man. You need to understand that you have the education within inside you, but you need to educate yourself to conquer an entire land. But first you conquer your own mind, your own brain, your own body. Don't be trying to pull on all of these other different approaches and ask everybody. But when a teacher or a mentor comes into your life, don't make a master, but just understand that what he speaks is life. My black sons, I expect greatness from you. So my black sons and my sisters, these are the couple of things that I need you to do. I need you to love you for yourself because nobody could treat you better than you. And two, if you're not helping or building a foundation, what is your purpose? Let me know what are you trying to do and eat. Wow. That right there, that right there was heart-wrenching and gave my body chills. The audience I have in here tonight, Solomon Rumble, these young men and women in here have tears. You really touched on so many uh, different, different ways of how people really live, especially our young sisters, our young brothers. That was just phenomenal. Every time I hear one of your Black Sons pieces, it shakes me to the core. Because every time I hear one of those, I feel like it's written directly to me. Because so much of what you say pertains to things that have gone on in my own life. And it just resonates so deeply. And it's things that I wish that someone would have told me before and instead of having to learn them for myself. So. Thank you, little brother. Thank you, Ashley. I just eat. That's all I do. Thank you, Mr. Rumble. So I actually have a piece that I would like to do, but I want to make sure we don't have anybody else trying to slip and slide on this mic tonight. Well, right now you should have Mr. DSR on the line. Mr. DSR, that came to spade. Hmm. I do Yes, ma'am. It's Kane Spade in the building. Hello, hello, Mr. Spade. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, I'm good. You know, uh, shout out to Unified Youth, uh, Show right here, you know, shout out to Beast King, Mr. Rumble, you know, uh, for that insightful piece. I mean, that was uh, teaching us right there, man. Thank you, my family. You know, I just eat. That's all I do. Hey, yeah, man, you ate a lot on that last one, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yet, I have a feeling he's still hey, hungry. Play that, man. <laughs> Yeah, and you're to have a feeling he's still hungry. But let me tell you, you ain't eating my food because I'm hungry tonight too, so <laughs> you ain't getting my plate. Sorry. I'm doing nothing. I'll buy, I'll buy you your own plate. 
because I ain't about to let my family go hungry. But you're not having my plate, so I'll buy you. I'll buy you another couple of plates for you. All right. I'll do. Mr. Spade, do you have a piece that you would like to share with us tonight? Yes, ma'am, I do. I feel like uh, I had to think about what I was going to spare here tonight. So, uh, and plus, today is the last day in uh, Black History Month. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I definitely got to do this piece again. I mean, those who probably heard it probably get sick of it, like, When's he going to get another one? <laughs> oh, but, I, uh, I know exactly what piece that is, and I absolutely <laughs> love that piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who may or may not know, the title of the piece is called It's Corporate America. And uh start like this. I want to give a shout-out to Corporate America. Forever behind the scenes, pulling the strings. Y'all yelling the government is all bullshit, but who's passing out checks? Money orders, unmarked envelopes full of cash. Got the officials' pockets all lined up under control. Will I disappear for my voice I use to reopen your eyes? Yeah. I got to agree with, for real, the poet. No more rope. Can't wait to stand back and let us choke. Drowning drugs in your life, sniffing on dope. Black or black war is what they want. Let's rob more convenience stores down the street from where you live to prove their point. Am I the words of reason, sort? No, I'm the guy pointing out what you are thinking, but choose not to accept. Too concerned with your rep. Need to alter your mindset. Expand your concept. Suits in the dark, handing out printed names they say need to be red marked. Let's Lay out distractions, talks of Ebola disappeared out of nowhere. We still don't know what happened. Next unnamed children's virus, where the hell did it come from? Hold up, they thought we forgot people act like zombies. I mean, was that a virus? Yeah, let's put that on wraps. So many diseases out of nowhere, then mysteriously disappears. They even caught insight as the rich buy tickets on a spaceship to find another livable planet. Real talk, this is no joke. Abandon this planet. Leave us, a.k.a. the riffraff here, go fuck up another planet. I wonder, did the riffraff create the pollution that fucked up the ozone? Amber Lerl, no franchise, do you know what you consume? Even the marks of starting to hear could be doom and gloom. Let me take a minute and start reading the grease on the back of what I purchased. Keep one of us remain dumb files. They cross their fingers, want us to stop trying to scratch the surface. Don't want us to have purpose. As Dr. King did die for our dreams, corporate America forever want us to get lost in their schemes. I refuse to become the American fiend. Don't get us get me wrong. I love the fact that I am a African American. But if we don't continue to see these phantom chains, then corporate America will continue to warp our brains. It is corporate America, DSR, all day in peace. Mr. Kane. That right there was a phenomenal piece of work. I love every time I get to hear that corporate America piece. Mr. Rumble, what do you think about that right there? That is Mr. DSR. Do I have to say anything more? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm glad you're on there, Mr. DSR. Hey, no problem, man. Just stop through... uh... Thanks for your positive feedback on my piece. You know, definitely shout out to Beast Nation. Uh, Ashley, you're doing a good job. 
Mr. Rumble, your CEO, always holding it down. I think I heard somebody else's voice in the background there. Yes, yes, we have our other co-host, Levante. He is a member of the Young Youth Connection. Yo. Okay, well, good to know you, man. Yeah, no problem. That was a particularly exceptional piece about something that affects us all. So I thank you for coming and sharing. Hey, no problem. And definitely a shout-out to your show later on today. Yeah. I've got another uh, DSR member in the building over there. Yeah, eat the world, eat the world. We're going to be celebrating and honoring Softly Spoken. We're about to go in. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, and we also have another show on the Beast Nation radio. We have On the Streets, which is our midnight show where we kick it back like Cadillac or Four Flat. That show we have on midnight. So, Mr. Spade, I hope if you have time to come to that show as well, I would love to have you. You know, I love every time you grace our mic. Hey, well, that's what it's about. I appreciate the welcome. And also, I want you all to be on the lookout. We will be featuring Ashley Ray here in the future. Yes, you know? Yes. So, <laughs> Nation is going to be evading DSR in the uh, next month, March. Yeah, it's going down. Thank you, yep. thank you, thank you. Well, oh, you know I'm going to show up for that. <laughs> That's what it's about. All right, I'm going to fade to the background. All right, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Mr. Rumble. Yes? You know, our, our young Beast Nation fellow over here, Levante, has another piece he likes to grace our mic with, and he has to step out for a minute, so I would like for him to go ahead and debut his piece on this mic tonight. Yeah. Speaking of the youth, my little sister's coming down and visiting now. and get to see her much out of school, so <laughs> got to do some personal one-on-one time with the youth. All right. So this is called Five Minutes. Five minutes. If I had All right. Five minutes. If I had... Five minutes to talk to a younger version of myself, what would I say? I would tell myself not to let the world turn gray, not to give up trying to reach for the day that I would be able to show the world my ways. I would tell myself that I'm really going to change the world with my message, and if I have the chance to be heard, not to let it intimidate me, not to be scared to share what's on my mind, not to water down my words and ever be ashamed of my rhymes, I would tell myself to be yourself no matter what the cost, to know that the pain that I received, I didn't deserve it, no matter matter what the cause, to know that the love is worth the pain that may come with it, to the question of the to question the wisdom of men before I stomach it. Stand up to those who try to stamp you into the ground, to step out of the world where hate and parental abuse abound, to know that it is possible to be loved by those by your side, to let the scars heal before you give up, before you resign. See, inside of you is a burning light, and man, it's bright. I would tell myself not to let anyone ever bring that light that would try to stifle it, shovel it inside and shove it inside of a closet. When someone tries to touch your heart, let them. Don't mock it. To end the advice that would try to change my life. Seek to bring healing and not to cause strife. And beast. Wow, Levante. That was a heartfelt piece right there. I felt 
every word of that piece and to question a man before you stomach it. That right there stuck out big time for me. Mr. Rumble, what do you think about this young man right here? Who, Mr. Up and Coming? Yes, Mr. Up and Coming and going and going and he's gone. <laughs> he, as, as being his big brother, he's changed so much so rapidly that I can hear the growth in his words and not just the growth and the willingness to expound on him. Yeah. Like, cause you know, I know the rap version, and now I know the poet. I like both. Let me just put that out there first. But I appreciate how more un- unapologetic he is when he delivers his message on, on the poetry side. Because oh. those are the type of messages that set young kids, that set grown people, set elderly people free. Every time he delivered pieces now that when I'm hearing it from him, it was like he deli- he getting himself delivered in the middle of delivering his message. And that's what it's about. You could take pieces that he do now and say that same piece in front of a, a classroom full of kids and inspire some kids that don't even want to talk about what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's, an ex- he's becoming an example for the youth as a whole. So I respect his pen for that. That means a lot. I'd like to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for just kicking it with us tonight. And, you know, how we kicking back on the street. So, you know, I know you're going to be there tonight. But I thank you to tell your sister we appreciate her so much singing and that we're going to get with her with featuring her on a future show of Unified Youth. And I said you thank you and you have a very good night. I appreciate it and I definitely will meet you out on the streets tonight, you know. Now that I got the Learjet set up, you know, I'm gonna be riding back in style. I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna pick you up around nine. So okay. yeah. Yeah. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. No, I'm gonna right. stop over in France real quick, but I'll be ready. Always. That's that's a given. <laughs> Thank you. You know, now that they fixed the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm out. Ooh, Mr. Rumble, Mr. Rumble. Um, I have another piece I'd like to share with the show tonight. Uh, go right ahead. So since Levante dedicated that piece to his little sister that he did earlier, I have a piece that I recently just wrote for my brother Alan. Back when when I was a child, before last thing who saw me in my brother would lift me high. And does what me and my mother think. Spin me around so I fell asleep. Spin up the stairs, he would carry me. And I knew for sure I was loved. I never dug the love me, my brother shared. Tears of laughter couldn't compare to him being gone. Not a single thing 
anyone can say. A sudden hard burden to bear. Alan was my dance partner instead of my silly old teddy bear. He out of the five would take my hand, ballroom dancing, bare feet on his, following the rhythm of the band draws. I had it all. He was ripped from me, leaving me empty like a song without a beat, the soul without a smooth ink. He was my everything. My older brother tried to fill his place of slow dancing on Sundays, but nothing could change what he and I did. It was like our heartbeat rhythms would sink. How do you replace that kind of thing? I remember crying at night, hurt that I didn't get that final day. If I could get another chance, another walk, another dance with him. I play the song that would never, ever end. How I love, love, love to dance with my brother. Yeah. It still brings tears to me to listen to Luther alone, but this poem has to have his favorite song. No one can dance like Alan. Tiptoe, gentle giant, he was the first man to show me it's okay to follow one who knew how to read. Dr. Skin, brother, he could have danced with any girl, but he chose for the sister. Not knowing truly how much this meant to me, see. Even my own father didn't have time to take those steps with me. Young, barely 16, and just like bullets, cars know no name. Accident or incident, he was still taking the day. His name echoes like old school soul songs. Sunday was mine and his day of excluding ourselves from the others. After Ninja Turtle cartoons, of course, and him having to break up the fight between the other brothers of who was going to be Mikey or Leonardo, <laughs> I patiently wait for him to get to me. Put that record on that old Dusty Cherry record playing. I know I'm praying for much too much, but could you stand back? The only man I love. I know you don't do it usually, but dear Lord, I'm dying to dance with my brother. Sometimes I listen outside my door and I hear me crying to him. A heavy set man with that semi bass created an atmosphere of love. Hope and protection, that part even back then brought me to tears. An hour will wipe my face and touch my heart and say, baby, I'll always be right here. Every night I fall asleep, this is all I ever dreamed. Me and Alan, cartoons and Luther on Sunday, after Kaylee and Hungary and
Oh, who's that you just walked up into the studio? Who do we have with us? Uh, your local uh, automotive dude, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. Oh, hello, hello, sir. Um, welcome to Unify You. I am the host, Ashley K. Lee, and alongside of me co-hosting is Solomon Rumble. How are you doing tonight? I just I feel fine. Uh, Kay, tell me about this show, and uh, I just want to show some love. And anybody who deal with youth is something that you know I'm a fan of. Thank you, thank you. Well, I appreciate you coming through tonight. Do you have a piece that you like to share with us, my brother? Okay. Hello? Yes. The mic is yours, my brother. Oh, we do the phone? Yes, I asked you if you have a piece to share. Uh, maybe we have oh, a piece. I, 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 I think well, I can write. I'm going to have to freestyle. Oh, we, that's fine. We talk about two or two, right? Yes, sir. So, all right. There goes that child. A child with problems. Yet, you feel like the world never hears him. This child feel like unloved and just needs some words and encouragement to go out. But see, you see, they can't get any type of love or some type of reaction. So you put the gun to their head and say, nobody loves me. Nobody wants to hear me. They put the gun to their head because they feel ashamed. They put the gun to their head because... They've been bullied. They put their gun to their head because they are so tired and they feel like failures. My child, put that gun down. My child, you are love. My child, I have so much love for you, so much information that you will rise to the top. Never give up. My child, I'm not your dad, but I'm giving you fatherly information to let you know I won't be a father to your dream. I am nurturing your dream. You don't have to feel that you're not loved anymore. You don't have to feel that you're not welcome anymore, my child. Remember, you are loved. Remember that. By the words that I said, the love that nobody can compare. And I will always say a prayer for you, my child. Put that gun, my child, because you're praying. We're praying right now. You're going to get that quality education, my child. You're going to have honors. You're going to be on honors. You're going to have A's. Yes, my child, because I'm going to work harder with you and give you that fatherly advice, something that you need a long time ago. My child, you will rise to the top. Put it down. And the child says, for a long time, I thought nobody loved me. I thought nobody cared. Nobody wanted to talk to me. Nobody wanted to pay attention to me. I thought I should go ahead and end it all. Words like that nine-year-old boy who took his life. God loves children harder. 
So this automatic charismatic political religion saying, love that child harder. Never give up on a child. Even when they came up on themselves, we got to be strong for them. Turn me on. Grab me up. I just want to spin line. This is DSR. And I'll be networking with other places like HCR. And peace. So until your love. My brother, that was a wonderful piece to bring to this mic for the youth tonight. That was so powerful. That is a topic that many of us um, do not speak about, but the suicide rate among our youth is at crazy numbers, and I appreciate you bringing light to that situation with your poetry. Mr. Russell, what do you think about that right there? That was, that was coming from my heart. That was on the paper. That was just, just, just the concern I have for children. They just don't feel like they're loved, you know. And, and we have to let them know that they are loved. And somebody's going to listen to them. Yeah. Some of these churches don't feel like they get enough attention. They need attention. That's very true. That's very true. Mr. Rumble. Yeah. What do you think about that piece right there? That was a very deep piece. Yeah. Right. I didn't think for a child. You think they'll bless children. I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Anything when it comes to children. I'm watching a four and a five-year-old right now. They're watching the movie. It's my niece and my nephew. I love them with my, all my heart. That is a beautiful thing. I appreciate my brother coming in on this mic tonight. I very much appreciate you. Uh, we will be getting with you to do some projects uh, with you, and I appreciate you blessing this mic. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mr. Rumble, it looks like it's coming through that time in the studio tonight. How do you feel? I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Do we have anybody else new callers on the mic? If not, you and I will get ready to close down this set until we come back for Eat the World, which is at what time again, sir? Eat the World will be at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Over there at the Eat Network, Eat the World. So please join Solomon Rumble and the beautiful Afro Ingenue. Join them over there at Eat the World and join me back here at Beach Nation Radio on the street at 12 a.m. midnight Eastern Time. Mr. Rumble, uh, would you like to do a piece to close out the show or do you just want to give me the message? What would you like to do? I'm just going to give some, I'm going to give somebody something to think about. I'm going to give everyone something to think about. Okay, go ahead, my good man. Give this, give us all something to talk about. Because next Saturday I will be doing a, a a very deep piece on this, and you've heard you've heard one version, but I'm gonna go fully out on this particular subject matter. Are you you ready? Oh yes, sir. <laughs> Well, I seen a horse fly. <laughs> I seen a 
elephant fly. What you say, boy? I said when I see an elephant fly, I see the front porch swing, heard a diamond ring. I see the polka dot railroad tie. But I be done seen by everything when I see an elephant fly. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.